Welcome to another episode of the Music from the Goddesses of All podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. What you heard was Three Black Crows by Blackmore's Night. The topic of today's show is all about numerology. But before I get to that and some events coming up, I would like to announce something exciting. The podcast finally has a blog. It's goddessvaultpodcast.wordpress.com. Please go check it out and tell me what you think. I also need $120 to help pay for music royalties for this show on the GoFundMe page. I'm still learning how to add that button on the blog. The deadline to donate so that I can keep playing all the great music you hear is February 1st, 2019. Any amount that is $5 or more would be appreciated. And your name will be mentioned in the shoutouts in the next show. I also tweeted on Twitter and posted a question on Facebook that got zero responses. I am thinking of adding a contest to this show. Do you think that is a good idea? For those of you pagan and New Age merchants listening out there, my suggestion might be good for your business. I don't have a prize in mind at the moment. What do you all think? Should I add a contest to this show? If so, what would that contest be? To answer these questions, 
You can send me a message or write in a post on the Music from the Goddesses Vault Facebook page, or you can tweet me at Goddess Vault, and now you can leave a comment on the new blog. Again, that's goddessvaultpodcast.wordpress.com. Before I forget, the blog site also has an upcoming Pagan Events page. You have to click on the three lines on the top right-hand corner of the site to get the sidebar and scroll down. I tried this as a test to click on it, but it doesn't work. However, if your coven has an event coming up, please contact me through Facebook or Twitter or in the blog comments section, and I will add that on there. Now for the events coming up. If you live in or around London, Ontario, Canada, from February 27th to April 17th, 2019, the Forest City Coven is hosting a 6-8 to eight week Introduction to Wicca course. It's from 7 until 9 at night at the Spirituality in Your Healing Center. Forest City Coven is a Gardnerian one. What you will learn within this 6-8 to eight week course is all the basics of Wicca, the history, Book of Shadows, Wheel of the Year, Ethics, Magic, Wiccan Circles, Ritual Design, and more. The fee for this course will be at least $5 per class to cover the rental costs. For more information or to register, email them at forest.city.coven at gmail.com. I have the Witchbox links to this class in the show notes and on the blog as well. For those of you living in Colorado in the States, Crojoline, I hope I pronounced that name right, and the Covenant of Unitarian Universalist Pagans will be hosting the 2019 Paths and Trade Fair. It'll be on Saturday, January 19th from 10 in the morning until 4 in the afternoon at the Jefferson United Church in Golden, Colorado. It's a day-long open house bringing together people from many different pagan traditions and paths. Otherwise, it's an opportunity to reconnect and to meet new people. For more details, go to pathsandtraditions.org. For those of you living in Australia, I'm not going to go into too much detail on this event because I've already mentioned it in a past show, but the Alder Grove is having another social at the park. For more information on that, go to thealdergrove.com forward slash socialatthepark.html. Again, all the links will be on the show notes and now on goddessvaultpodcast.wordpress.com. Go check those ones out. For those of you who are listening to this podcast that don't live in Canada, U.S., or Australia, you can always contact me if you know of an event going on in your area. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I'm going to talk about one of the divinations that some of us pagans do, and that is numerology. I'll explain the history of it and what is the meaning behind each number. But first, here's Gypsy with Two Witches. There was a wise woman lived by the sea. Great was her power, a witch was she. Her hair black as night, her eyes green as malachite. Her life filled with magic and prophecy. While in the same town, in another part, a woman of song with love in her heart, weaving musical rhymes round those she knew in her time, was led by Diana into the art. The witch taught the chantress her mysteries, and they practiced the wonders of 
And the chantress returned from beyond the Everyone knows what numerology is. It's the study of numbers and how those affect your life. Numerology started when the ancients discovered mathematics. If you know Chinese I Ching, it talks about the difference between even or earthly and odd or heavenly numbers. Numerology is not only used with numbers alone, but with the alphabet, assigning each letter to a number. I didn't know this until I did my research, but there are three major forms of numerology, Kabbalic, Chaldean, and Pythagorean. Kabbalic numerology is a form of divination that interprets names with numbers. The Hebrew alphabet itself has 22 letters in it. They believe that each of these letters has a unique vibration. Chaldean numerology originated in Mesopotamia and is closely related to astrology. It also relates to the Vedic system in India. However, like Kabbalic numerology, Chaldean also believe that each letter has a unique vibration. However, each letter is assigned a number from 1 to 8. 9 is a sacred number to them and is kept separate unless when it comes in a form as a sum vibration. The third form of numerology is the most popular one, Pythagorean. It's named after the famous ancient Greek mathematician Pythagoras. He was the one that created numerology in the first place. He also used it to divine the fates of others, predict events of certain locations, and use name-changing as a way to alter destiny. In this system, numbers were assigned to the letters in the Greek alphabet based on their position in the sequence. In this form of numerology, both the name and the date of birth are used much like the Chaldean method. However, the numbers are from 1 to 9. I'm going to talk more about numerology after you hear the Law of Three by Crow Women. The Law of Three says when I give out then the world can, the world gives back can, the world gives back can. The Law of Three says when I give out then Spirit Guide of the Week. This week's spirit guide comes from ancient Rome, and like most ancient Roman deities, she has a Greek counterpart, Hestia. 
Today's spirit guide is Vesta. She is the Lady of the Flame, Guardian of the Hearth. She is the goddess who brings warmth to households in both temperature and emotions. Vesta is the preeminent goddess of ancient Rome. The root word of her name means to burn. I can't find much else about Vesta other than during Roman times, she did have a small temple in the Roman Forum. It was the epicenter of life at the time. Her priestesses were called the Vestal Virgin, and they lived next door to her temple. At the time, six Vestal Virgins were chosen from childhood by Rome's highest priest, and these girls were daughters of Rome's most noble families. These girls lived under restrictions and threats of penalty, but besides that, the Vestal Virgins possessed many legal and economic privileges. There's nothing that I found that you can offer Vesta on your altar. Why? Because all of the offerings to her are placed directly into the fire. That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week. the dance A dragon has come to our village today We've asked him to leave, but he won't go away Now he's met with our king and they've worked out a deal No homes will he burn, and no crops will he steal Now there is but one catch, we dislike it a bunch Twice a year he invites him a virgin to lunch No, I've no other choice, so the deal we'll respect We can't help but wonder and pause to reflect Dragons and virgins. 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 I hope you're not talking about virgin dragons. Because that's kind of sick, dude. Virgin dragons. No, no. Okay, no more furry cons for you, okay? <laughs> Definitely enough reflection, okay. Do virgins taste better than those who are not? Are they saltier, or sweeter, or more juicy, or what? Do you savor them slowly, gulp them down on the spot? Do virgins taste better than those who are not? Now I'd like to be shed you, and many have tried, but no one can get through your thick skelly hide. I hope that someday some raven night will abide. Second, but here too bad to fly. They always are pure, but your notion of dining it makes us all flinch. Your favorite entree is barbecue wench. Mine too. Mmm, so tasty. Two virgins taste better than those who are not. Are they saltier, sweeter, or juicier? What? Do you save them slowly, gulp them down on the spot? Do virgins taste better than those who are not? I got the barbecue sauce to prove it. found a solution, it works out so neat if you insist on nothing but virgins to eat. No more will our number ever grow small. We'll simply make sure there's no virgins at all. It's our civic duty. Do virgins taste better than those who are not? Are they saltier, sweeter, or juicier? What? Do you save them slowly, gulp them down on the spot? Do virgins taste better than those who are not? 
they could add that to the menu here. Maybe they take requests that way. We'll see. Suggestion box? I'll maybe, look for maybe it. Maybe next time we can get Barbecue Virgin on the menu. Bar Barbecue Virgin, I like it. Yeah, okay. Now, why am I trying to listen to me? For I'm misunderstood to a gentle degree. Psychology needs me and I know my place. But I'm fighting extinction with all my race. Well, I came to this village to better me help, which is ever so poor to spile me what? But I get no symptoms and no sympathy. So pertinent questioning shouted at me. Mr. Dragon, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a virgin? Let's find out. Yes, Rutgers is better than those who are not. My favorite snack is the perilous pot. My teeth will decay. My true good pot is Rutgers is better than those who are not. Well, I'm really quite kind almost all of the year. Vegetarian ladies, I'm not mind out of fear, but a birth of these sweets, I'm sure you'll agree. And barbecue winches like candy to me. Melts in your mouth, not in your hands. I'm careful to eat only virgins for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, midnight snack, elevensies, second breakfast, yes, virgins is better than those are not my favorite snack. I was caught, my kids are okay, my sugar in a pot, there's virgins is better than those are not. There's virgins is better than those are not, and I saw you snack more juicier. What do you see with the pain? I'm not a pot, there's virgins is better than those who are not. That was Do Virgins Taste Better by the Brobdenegan Bards. I think that you all know how to find out your numerology number. Here's a list of the meaning behind the numbers. I'm not going to go through all of them. You might have to click on the link in the show notes and on the webpage. Number one is all about leadership. Number two is harmony. Number three is teamwork, sociability, generosity, and self-expression. Number four is being organized. Number five is being a free spirit. Number six is someone who speaks, thinks, and acts with their heart. Number seven is someone who is influenced by their intellectual pursuits. Number eight is being a motivated hard worker. And number nine is about doing good for humanity. Here's Mama Gina with Four Angels.
Since last show's dream symbol was dogs, this week it's cats and dreams. Cats and dreams generally represents feminine sexuality, an independent spirit, creativity, and power. If your dream had a black cat in it, it represents your fear of using your psychic ability and believing in your intuition. If the black cat in your dreams was biting, clawing, or attacking you, it means that you must acknowledge what your intuition is trying to tell you. If the cat in your dreams is white, that symbolizes difficult times ahead in your life. If the cat in your dreams is a manx or a cat with no tail, it represents a loss of autonomy and independence in your waking life. If you dreamt of a cat being killed or a dead cat, it means that you are lacking independence and autonomy in some aspect of your life. 
If you dream had an aggressive cat in it, it's telling you that you're having problems with the feminine aspect of yourself. And to dream that you cannot find your cat represents your independent spirit. That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming. for a nice, deep, and relaxing meditation. Again, if you're listening to this podcast in your vehicle, please skip this and play it when you're at home relaxing. This meditation comes from Music from the Feminine Voice, Volume 1, Creative Expression for TG Women by Lynn Skinner. The track is simply called Guided Meditation. Let's take in a breath together and just sigh. Ready? Pull your belly in as you're sighing out. Once more. Feel the friendship of airflow, the beauty of it the access when you're relaxed. Now take in a breath with your mouth closed, flaring your nostrils, and then exhale in a sigh. Ready? Once more on your own, 
Ready? Now sniff in three times with your mouth closed and exhale in a sigh. Ready? Find the balance so you don't over-breathe in. Once more. Ready? Now shape the letter F. Take in a breath with your mouth closed and then release it in an F sound. Ready? Start to notice how your core gets activated as there's more pressure in this sound. Once more, breathe in. And this time, after you breathe in, let three of those F's exhale in one exhaled breath. Ready? Notice the springing action of your intercostal muscles and your ribs and your belly muscles. Again. The combination of relaxation, airflow, and power is amazing. Play with it. Integrate it. Set yourself free. If you feel pressure or resistance, relax into it. Keep your voice open and your air flowing. Taste, 
That was Five Senses Blues by Elaine Silver. Before that, you heard Black Cat Blues by Cynthia McQuillan. That is it for the show. Again, I'm your host, Midnight Star. If you have an event that you want me to mention, want me to do a shout-out, suggestion for a future show topic, spirit guide, or dream symbol, or you just want to like, share, or comment, you can now go on to the Music from the Goddesses Vault blog, which is goddessvaultpodcast.wordpress.com, or you can go on to the Music from the Goddesses Vault Facebook page, or you can tweet me at Goddess Vault. I'm going to leave you with Six Days by Three Weird Sisters. Blessed be.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.